Welcome to the Kara's Cures digital show and podcast where we explore the cutting edge of wellness. I'm Kara Sundland. Happy Halloween, everyone. I know it means a day of candy and sweet treats, but we want to know what really are the scariest foods we could be eating. We're talking about the spookiest kind that cause the kind of diseases we don't want. I asked doc- naturopathic Dr. Artemis Morris here on this Halloween in her cute little witchy costume because she's the witch doctor today. Uh, welcome. Thank you, Kara. Delight to be with you on this scary day. Yes. So uh, let's talk about your top five scariest foods, and then we can dive in. But number one is hydrogenated fats or trans fats. Yes. So hydrogenated fats, um, especially when they turn into trans fats, and that is actually called partially hydrogenated are fats and oils that are synthetically changed in a lab to become shelf stable. So they're used in a lot of packaged foods and prepared foods and processed foods. Um, You can see them in many products and I even see them in supplements. And what these partially hydrogenated trans fats um, and hydrogenated fats do is they increase the bad cholesterol, the artery clogging kind, the total, and the LDL, and they decrease the good cholesterol, which would be the HDL cholesterol. So they also contribute to inflammation, oxidation of those cholesterol components. So you're going to have an increased risk of heart disease when these stable fats that are changed in a lab enter into your diet. Yeah, so watch out for those. Uh, Will the label say hydrogenated fats on it? Or trans yes. fats. So the label actually has to say it. And so especially hydrogenated and partially hydrogenated, you know that those will definitely be a problem. And I have had people, you know, I work with them, they have a great diet and all of a sudden they get like a, a, a food bar that they want to start using and it's full of hydrogenated and partially hydrogenated fat. So that would have totally thwarted our efforts. So really checking out those ingredients labels are really important. Number two on the scariest foods that we should not eat, high fructose corn syrup. Yes, I'm sure many of us have heard of this. It's actually a sugar, uh, a sweetener produced in the lab. And our body doesn't know what to do with this high fructose product. It's actually derived from corn. Um, Corn syrups are also equally as scary. But what you'll find is that these particular products, they're not processed like regular sugars. And so they have to go through our fat cells. In particular, they can be stored in the liver and it really creates inflammation. So um, fatty liver disease, inflammation. So these sugars absolutely contribute to high triglycerides, um, high blood sugar, and it doesn't actually make us crave less, but it can make us crave um, unhealthy foods as well. So if you have fatty liver disease, I think a lot of people don't understand that, but um, they think it's an alcohol thing or something's wrong. Explain why our liver would be so hurt by eating this packaged processed food. Yeah, so fructose is a sugar, and fructose is a natural sugar found in fruit. And when we're using it that way, like an apple or something, um, that's perfectly fine. Our body knows what to do with it, but when we consume 
sugars that are very high in fructose and have been synthesized in a lab, our body doesn't know what to do with it. And it either gets stored um, in the liver. Um, so there's glucose, glycogen, and then it's uh, basically in order for us to use that type of sugar, our body has to get it from our fat cells or it has to um, get it from the liver, so how it's being packaged. And what that does is that can increase risk of obesity, it can increase risk of diabetes, and it can create inflammation. So this is where like the weight gain around the middle um, definitely plays a role as well. You know, and so many people for number three of the scariest foods we eat might opt for artificial sweeteners because they'll say zero calories. Uh, but you're saying artificial sweeteners like saccharin, sucralose, those are really bad for us. One of the top five scariest foods. They are. And they're very sneaky and spooky, I find, because they show up in so many things. Like you think you're doing something good because it's, oh, it's no calories. No calories does not mean no side effects or no. So basically any zero calorie, low calorie products, um, sports drinks. Um, I find even health food bars. I see it sneaking up in supplements. It can't even be in medications. And so the artificial no calorie sweeteners are actually worse for you than regular sugar, which is very surprising to a lot of people. And there are studies showing that it does increase inflammation, it actually makes us hungrier because our body doesn't know what to do with these artificial sweeteners. And there are studies showing like that aspartame, things similar to that, like specific artificial sweeteners can also increase our risk of some chronic diseases, tumor growth, um, make us irritable and depressed even. So there are studies showing that um, some of these artificial sweeteners can affect our mood. And there was also a study showing that mothers um, who were breastfeeding or just pregnant, they, if they had a lot of these artificial sweeteners, like it can be found in gum and different processed food, it increased the risk of diabetes and metabolic syndrome in their babies. So this is a multi-generational problem as well. Yeah, so you want to be careful. Again, a lot of people will say, okay, I'm going to have, I know you wouldn't advocate us drinking soda, but essentially a Diet Coke would be just as bad or worse for you than just having the real Coke. I think it's worse because, it's worse. you know, the real sugar, our body knows what to do with, you know, you want to be careful that sugar high, too much of that, definitely diabetes, but the artificial sweeteners actually, it changes our microbiome, it changes our gut bacteria, and that also increases our risk of irritable bowel syndrome, digestive disorders, inflammation, and makes us crave more. They've done animal studies that shows that those artificial sweeteners actually make us want to eat more as well. So it's actually worse. Okay. So... Artificial food coloring, and that's in everything. You go to birthday parties for kids, and they've got the candies, and they've got the pretty colored cupcakes, but anything from blue number one to red number 40 to yellow number five, which I see a lot of times in the Spanish rice that you might purchase, um, why are they so bad and scary? Yes. You know, one thing about these is they sneak into things like even like chicken broth and some yogurts, right, Kara? It's really amazing once you start reading the labels. But the artificial colors, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot of them tonight for Halloween, um, they make things pretty, but it's not so pretty in your system because the artificial coloring agents can lead to headaches, 
um, especially migraines. This is a big one when I have my patients remove the artificial colors and flavors. A lot of times those headaches, those migraines they've had for years go away. Mm. So it also increases risk of hives and asthma. You know, a lot of kids can be allergic or sensitive to these products. And there are studies linking the artificial coloring um, agents to attention um, deficit disorder, hyperactivity syndrome. There was actually a study in Australia that found once these were eliminated from the diet of kids, 75% of the kids got better. So it can really play a role. And sugar hasn't been shown to, to lead to the hyperactivity as much as these artificial colors have. Yeah. So there's, you know, I guess in moderation, I don't know if you would say in moderation or never eat this, but if you're going out to a birthday cake and all those colors, unless you got it from a place like Whole Foods, it probably has these artificial colors in it. Or a lot of times around the holidays, people are using food colorings instead, um, which I have noticed. I think the artificial stuff affects me. It affects my kids. Um, So what do you do? Those are great points that you brought up, Kara, about like what how much is too much? And this is where everyone's different. And, you know, the hallmark of a really good integrative medicine uh, physician is one that personalizes everything. So I would definitely personalize these recommendations based on your individual needs. But um, there are certain standards that have been set forth in terms of dosage, like how much is really too much. Everyone's different, but once in a while is fine. The biggest issue is when we see these products in our diet day to day to day. So um, you really want to do less than 10% of your diet or calories should be with any of these. And you don't want to do these products on a regular basis. So these are the once in a while, the birthday party. And there are natural dyes. Even beets have natural dyes. Um, So natural dyes have traditionally come from the earth. And so there are natural dyes you can get out at certain stores as well. Yes. So I know there are some places who color with those and you have to look for them. But I know for some children I've done on, here on Kara's Cures, I've interviewed um, several uh, moms. Uh, one mom who wrote The uh, Itchy Brain, which is a great book out there for kids who are struggling with ADHD. And she encouraged her kids to keep a food journal. And they really realized every time they had run number 40, they got very irritable and angry within an hour after. And so they made that connection. I think it's hard sometimes. You say, you can't have the or you can't have this, and, and we balance it. But if there's a way to connect um, that certain things are aggravating you, you might be less likely to eat them. That's brilliant. I'll definitely be checking that out and recommending that. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the food colors, the food additives, really important for mood. And, you know, a lot of these scary products are working through our microbiome, the gut bacteria. Yeah. And that can play a big role in chronic disease of all kinds. So that's brilliant to keep a diet, diary, journal like we did for the program. Absolutely, you'll find some really interesting insights. Yes, uh, we are in the middle of finishing up the Mediterranean Detox Cleanse, which we've done. I encourage you to go back to the other Kara's Cures and listen to that. We'll talk a little bit more because that might be a way to clean house. Every now and then you got to spring clean or clean between seasons, which is what you do. So I want to get to the fifth scariest food first, And then uh, don't feel bad because we're going to give you some solutions about how to wash this all out of you and start fresh. Uh, But BHA is a food additive in animal oils, fast foods, processed foods, BHA. And that's your fifth scariest food. 
Yes, and I like it because I like because it, it has a very long name. And when something has a very long and complex name, if we have to name something, that means it's probably synthesized in a lab. Um, so this is butylated hydroxyanosol BHA. There's also BHT. This is a product that the American Toxicology Association said is likely to be named as a carcinogen soon, basically cancer-causing product in uh, certain amounts. And that's because there were animal studies showing that this particular um, antioxidant preservative, it's something that's put into a lot of products, especially like fast food, uh, like, and you get a fast food burger or fast food, something that's fast food, and, and they want to stabilize the fats and the oils in that product then it's gonna have this in it. And it's found in chewing gums. You'll be surprised to start looking at the label and see how many products have this in, in it. And not only has it been shown to have cancer causing properties in animal studies and maybe soon to be labeled as a human carcinogen, um, but it can have some hormone effects. And many of these products that we've talked about, there's research indicating that it not only disrupts you know, your, your risk of diabetes and heart disease and uh, affects your moods. But many of these products also, once, once they affect our fat cells, which are hormone signalers, that can also affect our ability to lose weight and affect our hormones and our whole end system. So we don't want that. So I'm just going to go over in case you're losing track. We've got uh, the five scariest foods, hydrogenated fats or trans fats, no to those, high fructose corn syrup, artificial sweeteners, artificial food colors, and BHA, butylated, what is it? <laughs> Hydroxyanisol. I had to practice that one a few times myself. Okay. <laughs> so will it say BHA on the ingredients? What will it say? BHA. It'll yeah, say BHA. so actually I have some chewing gum here, and I was like, oh, isn't that fascinating? Oh, my gosh. My kids do chew gum sometimes, and um, which is interesting because even you know kids with attention issues, they'll recommend nowadays. We were never allowed to chew gum as kids, but now they recommend chewing gum as a way to help. But this could make it worse because that's just a – you just held up some extra gum. That's a pretty common one. That has the stuff in it. Yes, let's read the ingredients, which will make it super Oof. fun. Oh, and there is such fine print that it could really, um, actually, this one has, oh, this one has the artificial sweeteners in it and hydrogenated starch oh. and aspartame and artificial, natural and artificial flavors. Um, and this one has actually BHT in it, which nice. is similar to BHA. Um, I found a. I went shopping yesterday and found some wonderful products with BHA in it as well. well. Let me ask, let me so ask you want to really look at anything that's fast or processed, um, quick food. And one thing that you you brought up is like how much. And there's a, a something in pharmacology that you know I taught um, in nutrition courses, and that is really important. And that is dose determines the poison. That's a pharmacology. Uh, you know, truth. And so a little bit here and there might not be a problem. Some people, I have some patients, a little bit is a huge problem. Like I've had a lot of kids that tiny bit, you know, that makes them hyperactive, makes them feel sick, gives a headache. So really you want to find out what dose you should um, get rid of. And usually, um, you know, zero to none for some people, but some people every once in a while is fine. 
So I don't know if uh, there's any brands that you do recommend for chewing gum. I know we just uh, we can look out for bad things, but some people say, well, what should I have? So, for instance, you recommend a good plain Greek yogurt. And if you don't want to eat that because you think that doesn't taste good, adding in your own like honey and cinnamon or fruit or things like that. Or if you get a yogurt even that has already got the fruit in it, as long as it doesn't have the artificial stuff, we're good. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. A lot of people, they think, oh, yogurt's healthy, so I'll just get whatever yogurt. But that's absolutely not true. If you look at some of the labels, and they might have some of these toxins in it, whether it's artificial sweeteners, if it's like the zero calorie, no calorie product, they might have the artificial colors in it. They might even have high fructose corn syrup in it. Um, And so you really want to check those labels plain and as close to nature as possible is really important. And I love that, you know, right now it's Halloween, but it's also, you know, Dia de los Muertos, like a lot of people are celebrating their ancestral heritage and, and, you know, the people who have passed away and honoring their ancestors at this time. And so, you know, our ancestors did not have any of these products. So, you know, if you look at everything behind me, these were not available. And in the Mediterranean, I know when I used to go to Greece to visit when I was little, we couldn't get a lot of these products and now you can get it anywhere. So um, anything that has a complicated food label can complicate your body and actually lead to these chronic diseases, attention issues, diabetes, weight loss. And so a plain yogurt is much closer to where our grandmother had it rather than adding artificial things to it. And I know you're fine with, um, I mean, we've used brands on the detox, which we'll talk about, um, but any of Fage or Nunos or Chobani, like as long as you look at it and see that it's, um, you can read, the, just start reading the ingredients. And I, ingredients. Ideally, you want fewer ingredients, and can you pronounce them all? If they have these things, it's not that you can, people will feel frustrated, I can't eat anything. And it's like, no, no, you, there's probably another thing, even at the regular grocery store, not the expensive you know, all natural, organic store, there's there's products out there or just, you know, whole foods can be fast foods, apples, this. So we all have, I would think, unless we're you, we probably all have some of this in our diet. Um, and there's a way to also clean house, right? We all get our house dirty and we got to clean it every now and then. So you do a Mediterranean detox. It's guided by you and you recommend doing something like this seasonally and it actually can get rid of these toxins that are stored in our microbiome and our liver? Yeah, so what we want to think about, and I so enjoy doing this with you and Scott and and having, you know, um, such great people on. And so because we're exposed to thousands of toxins every day and many of them from our food system, so these these are only top five, there are hundreds of things like we could have talked about, but we have limited time today. So um, with these toxins in our food, in our environment, there are endocrine disrupting toxins found in our waters like PFAS. There's so many toxins that we're exposed to from so many places that a seasonal detox is recommended um, in order to reduce our toxic burden. So some people have a higher level than others. Some people can't metabolize things as well because maybe their liver's not working well. Or maybe they, um, you know, if you have 
a lot of fat cells that are kind of have a lot of inflammation, then it's harder to process certain toxins. If you don't have enough B vitamins or certain nutrients or your bowels aren't moving, then you're going to get, end up getting a higher toxic burden. So what we do seasonally at Artemis Wellness Center, we have a Mediterranean detox program, and it's moderated by a wonderful functional nutritionist um, that has joined us, Ileana Serna. And so what we do is it's a takes the best of the Mediterranean diet, which is the most scientifically proven diet to reduce risk of chronic diseases, diabetes, heart disease, even helps with polycystic ovarian syndrome, um, reduce the risk of cancer. The list is really long. Um, and so I've taken that and combined it with an anti-inflammatory detox diet. Um, so this is one I've used and I learned about it in med school from Dr. Ellen Gaby over 20 years ago. And it's been really shown to help with even inflammatory gut issues and to decrease the inflammation and to clear out a lot of these toxins found in our food. So we educate a lot on these toxins in the program. So if we clear everything out, uh, it's weed and seed. So in this, for instance, what you do, and I, I think it's very doable. I'm just wrapping up now. I started a little bit late, but I, I even got through it because I've been on a cold and I haven't, it's not like you can't eat. You know, we're just eating good quality olive oil, vegetables, salmon, um, but we're gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free. So essentially weed and seed. For this eight days, we take the bad out. You give us good things. There's these shakes that we take. Um, and there's probiotics, and that's super important. So even if you're, if you're listening to this and thinking, what can I do? If you do something for a period of eight days, 10 days, whatever, even something, whatever you're willing to do of no sugar, at least, maybe you do a sugar cleanse, and then you, no processed food. I mean, my, I remember the first naturopathic doctor I met with when I was getting migraines in my 20s, and I didn't really know anything about food. It was considered healthy to have a bagel and cream cheese and fat-free yogurt. Like, that was what you did when I was in college. That meant you were being healthy. <laughs> and but he basically said, eat, you know, clean for, let's say you do it a week, and then you start giving the probiotics. Your body will turn around, and you can really clean house and, and start fresh. Yeah, as you've seen, like, we have some amazing um, clinical results that we're getting. And, you know, it's been, we've been doing it for a year. And so, you know, weight loss is one, getting rid of headaches, helping to shift irritable bowel issues, helping with chronic pain, um, helping with energy, hormone changes. Like our body is, wants to heal. You know, we kind of forget that like our body is with something called vital force, which we talk about a lot in naturopathic medicine. It's like, if we give our body what it needs, then it will serve us well. And so the problem is that we have been giving our body and exposed to things that create a lot of problems, create a lot of inflammation. Inflammation is the cause of chronic disease, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, you name it, fatty liver disease, like the hormone issues. So um, when we take eight days to start, and at eight days, it's a jump start to lifelong healing. And so it's not that hard to do, as you've seen. Yeah, and we it's have not bad. specific products, homeopathic detox drops, um, specific shakes that help with it. But the idea is to make it a jump start for lifelong healing. Right. And then you get in the, used to what I find is um, when you go that eight days without sugar, and not that I'm eating you know, candy bars all the time, but I do have a sweet tooth, um, that you don't crave it. Like I had the shake this morning and I'm 
one o'clock. I can't believe it, but I'm not hungry yet. Um, and I, that that's not me. I'm someone who eats like every three hours. I, I tend to run a little low on the blood sugar. So it's a rebalance. It's a good way to jumpstart. And then you can kind of keep eating healthy because you've le- hopefully learned some habits. And if you didn't, well, you know, after you start feeling yourself clogged up again, you do something like this again to kind of clean yourself out. Is that right? Yes. And that's why we do it seasonally. And I recommend it seasonally because it gives you another chance. Like if you fall off the wagon, you can get right back on. And one thing we don't want to do on these programs is because it's a Mediterranean detox program, you know, beating yourself up about what you're eating will not help, you know, because sometimes food is armor for us. And so um, you really want to just educate. So this is about educating yourself. And today's program on the five scariest foods you know, I think this this is the information. I'm so grateful that you're getting it out and helping to get it out about, you know, really understanding what we're putting in our bodies. And just even clearing out sugar can play a huge role in your risk of chronic disease in the future. So, um, yeah, it's really about educating yourself and seeing how you feel. I think it's really valuable when you take something out. Like I remember where the first time I did this as part of my medical education in um, functional and integrative nutrition was I noticed how gluten made me feel tired. Yes. And someone could have told me that, but when you feel it yourself, it's very powerful. Yes, same thing happens. I used to have a bowl of pasta on when I have to do the morning show to make myself fall asleep sooner. Sometimes you can use it. <laughs> uh, let me ask you one question. I know we're getting to the end of our time. Real quick, I've had viewers write in and ask me, what about stevia? I thought stevia was healthy. Yes, so stevia is derived from a plant. So when we think about what's a good whole foods diet, you know, Mediterranean diet is a whole foods diet. It's our grandparents and great grandparents diet. So stevia is a plant and it is naturally sweet. And so you can literally grow the plant and put a little in, or you can use stevia as a very, you know, it's allowed, it's a healthy, natural sugar substitute. And the only thing you have to be careful of is name brands of stevia have taken it and coupled it with a toxic sugar like maltodextrin. So really be careful when you're using like a stevia product that it's just stevia and that would be fine. It actually has not been shown to increase blood sugar. So stevia is fine. Honey is fine, especially raw honey, great for allergies. Um, You can have monk fruit. You can have um, some of the natural sugars found in foods. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Stevia is okay. Not if it's with the ugly sister of maltodextrin. Um, I want to let everyone know they can go to ArtemisWellnessCenter.com um, and find the Mediterranean Detox there. I know we just finished the guided program, but you guide people individually. I've had a lot of people say, oh, I missed it, I missed it. Um, you're going to be doing it again in the winter, right? Yes. So our next date is January 21st. January 21st. And, um, okay. and Ileana, my functional nutritionist, and I'm available for consults if someone needs a consult in the meantime. But I'm hoping... Um, you guys come join us in yeah. the winter and let's all start feeling better. I'm feeling very good right now. Maybe I can just keep eating this way until January 21st and I won't even need to keep doing it, but we'll see. <laughs> There's a lot of holidays in there. <laughs> um, Dr. Artemis Morris, thank you so much. Again, ArtemisWellnessCenter.com just named um, best uh, holistic weight loss center in Connecticut and uh, also many awards for being best naturopathic doctor. So thank you for sharing your wisdom on the five scariest foods. Thank you so much, Kara, and blessings to you. Happy Halloween.
All right, everyone, and if you want more information on the cutting edge of wellness, continue to go back and listen to other Karis Cures episodes. And if you like this content, it's helping you and your family, please share it with your friends. Uh, you can also follow me on social media at Kara Sundlin. Have a great day and be well.